You're listening to the Monday Mindset Podcast with Aaron Rayburn and Brandon Sparks. We want to welcome you and thank you for joining us. We hope it encourages you and inspires you for this week to come. Enjoy the podcast. Welcome to episode 14 of the Monday Mindset. My name is Aaron. My name is Brandon. And we are just so excited to get to hang with you uh, this week. Monday Mindset, we exist because we want to provide a conversation that offers reflection, encouragement, and next steps to kickstart your week. And this is episode 14, man. I'm just so excited. We are so thrilled every single time that we get to come on board and have an episode and get to talk and get to hang out. So definitely excited about this uh, this episode, man. Yeah, I'm super excited. I can't believe it's episode 14. We say it like, every episode. I know. It's just like... We're giddy, man. Everyone lose that. It's exciting. So it is. It, it is. It's fun. Man, I hope get, y'all are having as much fun as we are because we're having a blast. Get to hang out, get to talk about God, and uh, get to talk about a whole lot of other things that really just we never really plan on it. But I love that part, too. Love it. All right. So, Brandon, that's a pretty wild quote, isn't it? Yeah. A.W. Tozer. Okay. It's going old school. So what what comes into our minds when we think about God is the most important thing about us. Wow. That's crazy. Um, So we're just going to dive right in, man. What was your view of God or what has been your view of God in the past? If you were just asked, who is God? If I said, who is God? What would your view of the past have been? maybe compared to what it is now. Let's start with the past. Let's share the past a little bit together. Yeah, uh, for me, um, it, like, I know like there's, you are to have like fear of God, like there's a righteous fear of God, but I was always seeing him as just someone who um, <laughs> was like, kind of like a, like a coach or um, even like, someone who would get angry at you if you did something, just like someone who was just so, uh, powerful and looking down on you and ready just to rain judgment on you and all these yeah. things. And I, I remember like being younger, like if yeah. I ever like, uh, like did anything, I was like, Oh no, like, I, I don't know. And I, I was always like in fear of like who he was yeah. and like all the, like he was going to smite me like yeah. right then. So Dude, like, I had a conversation with my sister. She, uh, she had played some, some, uh, college basketball uh-huh. and she was just like, you just always felt like you had to be perfect. Yeah. It was like the coaches literally expected you to have perfect execution, uh, perfect, you know, performance every single game. And yeah. I can remember I used to be a coach and I was like, there wasn't a whole lot of grace given yeah. to players at times. I was like, how stupid is that? I was doing high school girls, man. Like, of course they're gonna screw up. But <laughs> yeah. still the expectation was like you'd have girls crying. Yeah. It's like, I mean, same you thing were you were talking crying? about. I was crying. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that, so like a lot of times like I saw it was that and like I would think of like Coaches like you screaming to the top. No, I would think of like yeah. coaches like screaming, yelling, and I, I thought, oh man, mm. like I, I have to just be perfect. Like you said, man, it's beautiful, it, just perfect. And I, I was like trying to walk this perfect line and just stay clean and just be. And it, it's not that like, hey, don't don't be crazy, don't try to stay clean. But like I was like just so afraid of like God yelling at me, being mad at me. Mm. Um, that that's really how I saw him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I think there's so many things that kind of build that in us. I, I mean, there, there may be, do you have any idea maybe where that kind of came from or what the root was of that or any thoughts? Yeah, I, I think that it was a lot of like the expectation I was putting on myself mm. um, because I am a perfectionist. Like, I, I, it's something that I like, struggle with. Like, how I want everything like just straight lines, like so on and so forth. Like, that's how I am. So I think that anytime, I let myself down. 
or my parents down or anything like that. I felt like I let God down. Yeah. And so it really rooted in that, that I was disappointing God. And um, because, I mean, you know the line, and it's not that it's a bad thing, parents, but you know the line, like it it hurt me worse than anything. It was like, man, I'm disappointed in you. Yeah. And a lot of times I felt like I was, like God was disappointed in me. And uh, he was mad at me, disappointed at me, and it was like, Mm. you just don't love me anymore. Like, and a lot of it, like I said, was because I put that on myself and I really dealt with, I don't even know if I love myself anymore. Yeah. So that that was something that yeah, yeah, was yeah. a big struggle. Absolutely. And it's not that like we aren't having this conversation because it's like we we definitely understood our faults growing yeah. up. We definitely understood all of our scripts. Even today, man, like the times I mess up and the times I screw up, man. Uh, but I think we're kind of we were coming definitely coming from it like a uh, the guilt and shame was there, but you never really experienced any sort of love or grace yeah. in response, right? Yeah. That can be the way you would say. Yeah, for sure. Um, so, man, mine's kind of, it's kind of along the same lines. We got to talk a little bit about this earlier, uh, but shared a little bit. I was actually doing some journaling last night, and it was talking, you know, kind of what's your view of God? And I was like, probably before, I kind of took on this boss, like he was this boss mentality. Yep. And so I'm a PK man, you know, um, coming into it, it's like, hey, your, your dad, he's the pastor. You kind of have this expectations of even being the example of what a Christian son should be. And, you know, all those things kind of come into play. But it was like, my family, man, we have served God. Yeah. My entire family has served God. And so whenever you come at it, it was like, hey, we are God's servants. Yeah. And uh, we, we are called to give our lives to him. But it always felt like, I had to perform for him. It was like, okay, Aaron, he's given, I've given you this task. So don't let this, this, and this get in the way. Always let that get in the way. It seemed like I always screwed up right there. Um, Don't let this get in the way. And then I want you to perform in this way or, or else. You know what I mean? I was always thinking like, like a teacher. Um, where I used to teach, man, and the principal was always the, the person in authority. She was my boss. Loved all of my principals. Man, they were great. But I would begin to build this stigma in my head that if I screwed up, that they were going to be upset with me in a deep way. Not that you never want anybody to screw up, especially in that sense. A coach, you, never, you always want the best for your players. You always want them working um, in the best way possible. And teachers were the same way. But I began to like see small things that I would do. Like, man, I could have done that better. Yeah. And then the next thing, oh, man, I screwed up again. I could have done that better. And then that tally of things that I had done wrong, I thought they all knew. Yeah. And so anytime I would come to them, it was just kind of be like real quick, real short. Hey, how's things going? Oh, it's going good. It's going great. Yeah. Nothing wrong here. You know what I mean? And I'm yeah. not even talking about astronomical things. I'm just talking about me growing as a teacher. Yeah. I was so uncomfortable even sharing with them struggles yeah. Because I thought, man, I, I can't even, it's like you can't even let my guard down. Exactly. Or I've got to be, I've got to, I've got to execute in the way that they're asking. I don't want to make them upset. I think it comes down to pleasing those in authority in my life. And I've definitely seen that, definitely see God as the authority in my life. But it was just constantly like, man, I just feel like I'm letting you down. I feel like I can't. I, I can't, I'm not executing in the way that you want me to execute. I'm like, where's all that come from, man? Yeah. You know what I mean? It's yeah. like, um, whenever we used to play ball, it was the same way. It was like, I just wanted to, uh, man, I wanted to please the coach. I wanted to have fun. But yet you always just, at the end of the day, you just feel like, man, I just feel like I didn't do good enough. Or I didn't feel like yeah. I, I, I did my best. Um, and so really with a boss mentality, somebody in authority, uh, I missed it. I missed a lot, man. I feel like I... Um, I feel like, you know, a lot of my principals, even my coaches, 
I couldn't even have the relationships with them. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? Isn't yeah, that weird? Uh, like I couldn't have that relationship with them because I felt like I felt like I, I, I wasn't just good enough to even be in that relationship for whatever reason. When there was tons of grace from both sides. Yeah. But I couldn't be open and honest and real enough in those. And I feel like I've been the same way with God throughout my life. I feel like he's been the boss. I feel like I've been trying to execute. I feel like I've been trying to win his, um, like his, his gratitude or you know his blessing over my life, if that makes sense. Yeah. And I think it's just brought this real weird and messed up idea of who who God is in my yeah. life. Um, so how have you grown from that? From the coach as God being the coach, mm -hmm. how's He transformed? Yeah, and and kind of to go off that just a little bit, I think that. Because I've been in those situations too. I, I, I would say everyone watching and listening has been in that at some point or another. And then with authority figures, whether it's a coach, a boss, whatever it is, you lose who they are and you just see them uh, for the bad things that could happen. Yeah. But, and we're blinded a lot of times by our thoughts and what we really think. And uh, just because you think a certain way doesn't mean that it's true. Just because you think that. So it really uh, it really flipped for me. Um, like I said, that my biggest thing as a whole, if I had to put one thing on it, was that God would be disappointed in me. Yeah. God was disappointed in me. Yeah. And, um, and then playing off of that, because of his disappointment, the salvation that he had offered to give me was like, or that, you know, that Jesus, <laughs> Jesus died on the cross for, I mean, it's like, it was gone. Yeah. Or, or it was just like, yeah, oh, no. you blew it. You, you blew had your it. opportunity and there yeah. you go. It's like you lost the game. Exactly. Or you had every, uh, yeah. Exactly. And so with working through that, um, I, I really learned and uh, I heard this, it was from, um, and, I mean, this will tell you something, it was from Pastor Daniel uh, that he said it once and man, it, just released so much freedom because like I said, I'm a perfectionist. I want, yeah. I'm a, and I'm a people yeah. pleaser. Like yeah. bad. I'm a people pleaser. Like I just want everyone happy and like I'm doing good. And, but I, I dealt with, man, God's disappointed in me. Mm -hmm. He's disappointed in me. He's disappointed in me. And then I came to the realization that God can't be. Yeah. He can't be disappointed in me. And maybe you're watching this and it's something you struggle with it. Uh, God's disappointed in you, and he can't be. And it's like, what do you mean God can't be disappointed in me? <laughs> like, you don't know what I've done. Like, you obviously uh, don't yeah. know how far. Yeah. You don't know the mistakes that I've made. He who would have to be met, like, disappointed in me at some point. And it's like, no, because whenever you think about it, you have you ever disappointed your parents, Aaron? you ever disappoint anyone? Uh, maybe a couple times. <laughs> maybe a couple times, <laughs> yes. And whenever you disappoint them, it's because they're caught off guard. And it's like, whoa, I can't believe you did that. Yeah. I can't believe you did that. Yeah. And I came to the realization that God's never going to look at you and say, I can't believe you did that. Yeah. He looks at you and said, even in spite that you did that, I still sent my son to die for you. Yeah. You're still worth it. Yeah. And not only, he, it flipped dramatically yeah. from a coach that would be uh, hard on me and uh, beat me up and all these things. It flipped from knowing who God really is, which is a heavenly father. Mm -hmm. And uh, just knowing and something that I, I've talked about multiple times is mm -hmm. I had to get back that man, I'm his child. And whenever I, I began to think about my dad and my life, yeah. I was like, man, whenever I would fall, whenever I would yeah. mess up, yeah. he wouldn't just 
yell at me whenever I was on the ground. If I was riding a bike and I would fall down trying to learn, he didn't say, get back up. That's awful. <laughs> I'm so disappointed <laughs> in you. Yeah. He would help me. Yeah. Hey, are you okay? Here, let me go alongside you. Yeah. This is how you do it. Yeah. And just slowly after time, and it's just one of those things. And whenever, and it was something too that I had to realize is not only like, will he help you? But he's also proud of you. And like that father figure, like it just it really helped me see that he's not disappointed in me. Mm-hmm. But he's proud of me. Yeah. And he's there for me. So it really flipped the script yeah. dramatically. Absolutely. Yeah. And definitely want to connect with you in, in that same way. I, I kind of made that transition. Uh, I put boss to, boss to a father, mm-hmm. like to see him as a father. And really a lot of that kind of has flipped over me, um, flipped in my mindset. You know, I've got two boys. Uh, the oldest one is three years old. And so you get to be a father. Yeah. And man, being a father sometimes is hard. It is very hard. It's like my little boy is like, what are you doing sometimes? Like, why are you acting that way? Like, what, yeah. quit acting like you're, I'm just kidding. You know what I was going to say? <laughs> we are going to go there. No, but seriously, it's like, sometimes there's expectations I have for my son. I'm like, why am I even having this expectation? He's three years old. It's yeah. like expecting him to go out and slam dunk on a 10 foot goal when he's three foot tall. It's like, it probably isn't going to happen. He's yeah. got to grow and he's yeah. got to learn. He's got to mature. Then he'll do it. <laughs> then he'll do it. Hopefully, come on. But seriously, but there's this moment, it's like, but I've had this transition in my head where, okay, in the same way I love my boys, man, they mess up, man, they get things wrong, um, but they're just children, yeah. and they're just learning. Yeah. When Asher does something wrong, you know what, man, I love him. I love him to death. Uh, do we correct it? Yes. Does God correct us? Yes, yeah. absolutely. His commands are there. Sin in general has consequences. Yep. That isn't God's punishment. That's the consequences of sin. If my boy jumps off the top of his treehouse and breaks his arm, son, I'm sorry, man. That was that's probably a consequence for you jumping off, off the playhouse. But try not to do that again, and you probably won't break your arm, right? Yeah. There's consequences to that. So for the next yeah. six weeks, he'll have to be in a cast. You know, there's all these situations. But, but, but from that perspective of being a father, I've learned so much about who God has to be. Mm-hmm. Because I know the way I feel about my son, both of my sons, and I've got to see just that experience of them growing and learning. And I believe God feels the same way about us. He sees us. He's like, oh, man, I wish you wouldn't have done that, Aaron. Or I wish you, know, that's, I, there's so much more I have for you. There's so much better. Like all the rules and things that we put in play for our children is to protect them because yep. we love them. Yep. And God does the same thing with his commandments. Hey, you wouldn't even believe the life that we have for you there are some commandments that we put in place so that you can experience and can have the yeah. very best possible. Even though the world says otherwise, I promise you, this is the best for you. Yeah. So I've really got to experience that. It doesn't matter. Uh, I know that I'm going to screw up. God knows I'm going to screw up. I know Asher's going to screw up, but you know what? I still love him. There's still tons of grace. He doesn't change that. He's my son. Mm-hmm. I mean, nothing will ever change them being my boys. Yeah. I believe that's the same is true for us and God. Yeah. We just obediently continue to come back to him. You know, there's forgiveness, there's repentance, there's confession. All of these things are still real. But I believe God is, just like you said, man, he's still proud of us. He's still yeah. coming to us to say, you know what? I still love you. And I want to share some verses with you. And this is what we really talked about. You know, what's the next step here? How do you change who God is in your life? You will never change who God is. Okay, let's get that straight. Yeah. But we can come into a greater understanding of who God is. Not necessarily just his attributes, but his 
character. And once you, man, there's been this, this group of verses, it has just been dynamite for me. And I've really, it's probably some of the most quotable scripture. And a lot of people don't even know it's quoted because it just comes in varying different translations and, um, and different, different ideas there. But it's actually out of Exodus 34. And uh, Moses, man, is going up to the top of the mountain. God says he'll reveal himself. He says, actually, if you got to see my face, Moses, you would die. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and But we can see God reveals his glory. And, um, and it says in verse 5, it's incredible. Verse 5 all the way through verse 7. And I'm just going to read it for us. Verse 5, The Lord descended in a cloud and stood with him there and proclaimed the name of the Lord. The Lord passed before him and proclaimed, The Lord, the Lord, a God, merciful and gracious, slow to anger, abounding in steadfast love and faithfulness, keeping steadfast love for thousands, forgiving iniquity and transgression and sin, but who will by no means clear the guilty, visiting the iniquity of the fathers on the children and the children's children to the third and fourth generation. And we can see, man, so much about who God is, his character, his true character right there, man, revealed to us. That was the ESV translation. The NLT, man, he says it in a in a couple of fun ways. And we want to look at this. This is the character of God. Mm-hmm. And I love this, man. When you talk about a father, and, and I don't even do these things. I'm not even this type of father. <laughs> Compassion? What? Half the times, no. Get up, son. Get off the ground. Like as yeah. a coach, think about that. Yeah. Right? Get up off of the ground. Come on. Yeah. Being a little sissy. How many times I said that in my to mouth? Me. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Brandon, <laughs> slow to anger. What? Come on. Slow to anger? Are you kidding me? Yeah. Can't tell you how many times I've popped off. Yeah. You know? Yeah. God says he's slow to anger with us? What? Tell me a coach that's slow to anger. No, not a one. There ain't a one, man. No. no. Not a one. Calipari, he ain't slow to anger. No, nothing. He pops off real quick. Filled with unfailing love and faithfulness. Think about that. The faithfulness, I think, is beautiful. The same God that was, the same God that he is. I mean, it's just beautiful, isn't yeah. it? I mean, lavishing unfailing love to thousands of generations. He forgives all iniquity, all rebellion and sin. Come on. Some people do need to hear that today. Yeah. God forgives you. Come yeah. on now. God forgives yeah. you. Um, but I love this part of the end. God does not excuse the guilty. I lay the sins of the parents upon the children and children and grandchildren. The entire family is affected, even children in the third and fourth generation. I love been studying this, this aspect of it. God is just. God hates sin. He hates evil. Why? Because he knows the impact that it has on our lives. And we talk about generations, man. If a parents get divorced, you know what it'll do? It'll impact that next generation. Yeah. I mean, you can play that over and over and over. A a child grows up in a fatherless home. You know what that's going to do? That's going to impact him generation and generation. Sin and evil, man, in this world has an impact, but God hates it. He hates it, but it also says that he is just and he is right, man. But there's so many of those characteristics. I think we hang on that verse right there so much. Yeah. And we forget what just went through. He's compassion. He's gracious. Yeah. He's slow to anger, man. Yeah. He's full of love. He's faithful. And, and he forgives. And it's like, those are the things, man. Those are the character qualities that I hope people find today. Yeah. That's that, a transformation. For sure. I, I, and just knowing those things, man, it tells us who we are. And I think that so often yeah. we don't know who God is because, and because we don't know who we are. 
And if you can sit there and like write down who you know you are um, or who you think you are, that will give you a little bit of an idea of who you think God is as well. Yeah. Uh, because if you don't see yourself as forgiven, you don't see God as someone who will forgive. Yeah. If you don't see yourself as loved, you don't see God as someone who could love you. Yeah. And so it's one of those things that I want to encourage you to, to reflect on and just look and say, man, at the end of the day, who, who am I? Who does God call me? And whenever you see um, whose you are, you'll know who you are. Whenever you know who you are, you'll know whose you are. Yeah. And it's just one of those things. And something that uh, just kind of came to my mind there that um, – it was kind of in there before, but uh, just kept talking. And you talked about forgiveness there. And, and I, I'm sure that maybe you're watching and you, you feel like, man, I, I don't deserve the forgiveness. I don't deserve this grace. And, uh, man, I, I don't know if I could be. Yeah. Like, I, I'm, the, I'm the kid that jumped off the top and broke my <laughs> arm. But something that's so beautiful about that is even though you are going to experience the pain, even though it's going to hurt and you're broken, God doesn't leave you that way. Yeah. You don't leave your son there. Mm-hmm. Right. You say, oh, <laughs> let, me, let me get yeah, you. I mean, you're right. And, and, and you go and you get him and you take him for healing. Mm-hmm. And I, I just want to let you know today, and I, I don't know what you're going through. I don't know the pain. I don't know uh, the brokenness. But God is a forgiving God. God is a gracious God who, who loves you who is there for you, who is running after you, who is running towards you. And uh, I just want to encourage you, don't shut them off just because you believe that you're too far gone. You're not too far gone, and God's not done with you because he's a loving God. He's a gracious God. He's a forgiving God, and he's there for you. Absolutely. And so the next step this week, who is God? How do you see God? As we go back to our quote, what comes into our minds when we think about God is the most important thing about us. And so when we look at this, is, is God, is he compassionate? Do you believe that God is compassionate? Do you believe that God is merciful? Do you believe that God is slow to anger? Do you believe that God loves you, that God is faithful to you? Uh, do you believe that God will even forgive you? And then lastly, do you believe that God is a just God. So over this next week, dive into God's word, begin to understand who he is and that God's word reveals that to us. But that was from Exodus 34 verses five through seven there. That's some of our, just some core passages there for you. But who is God in your life? And I hope that he reveals just so many parts of his character to you throughout this week. Guys, it's been fun. Thank you for joining us for another episode of Monday Mindset. See you all.